Welcome back, everybody, to another special episode of FOIC TV Review. We had so much fun last week with She-Hulk. We're back for episode two. Welcome. Episode two. I'm yeah. your host, Gagne. This is my buddy, Naldo. I never remember which side, but he's here, too. What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on, man? How's it going? What's going on, Good. everybody? Good. I'm, I'm having fun with this uh, week-by-week uh, episode recap. I am, too. We'll and I'm actually, I'm actually really happy with episode two, so I'm looking forward to talking cool. about it. It wasn't like the first episode. All right, guys, but before we get into it, like always, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button if you guys want to see more reviews. Um, so let's get into it. Episode two, right off the bat. Did you like it? I did. I'm, I'm still okay. in. I, I still am, yeah. am on board with this. It, it did not lose me in episode two, which I'm happy, I'm happy with. Yeah, I actually like this episode much okay. better than the first one. So let's let's dive into it. So the it opens up with news reporters reporting on what happened in the courtroom from the last episode. And now the whole world knows that Jennifer Walters is a She-Hulk. They end up going to a bar with her friend. And uh, this is where she her, her boss comes up to her and she goes, hey, we got to let you go because you become a liability, a liability. She gets upset because she realized she did the right thing. She saved the jury. Um, but again, the boss is your liability. They, they, they find favor in you. So the whole case gets unraveled. So now she is unemployed. She goes on a job hunt and looks for jobs. And unfortunately, nobody wants to hire her because nobody wants to hire a She-Hulk. Right? I think someone calls her, I think someone called her a, like a sideshow or a freak or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so she gets a text from her mom and she's invited to dinner and she goes over to her folks house. And I really, really like this scene because it gave us a deeper dive into her character, her family. And so the whole scene was a bit chaotic, just like, you know, family reunions and family dinners. And I don't know if you caught this, but the dad, her dad in this is Mark Lim Baker. So for all you 80s kids, if you ever watch Perfect Strangers, that is cousin Larry from oh my Perfect God. Strangers. That's why he looks Boom. familiar. Yeah. Wow. Good knowledge yeah. drop. Yeah. Very, I was like, oh, nice. that's that's cousin Larry. You didn't it, notice it? Yeah, I didn't notice it. I thought he looked familiar, but I just yeah. couldn't put my finger on it. And I didn't, you know, I wanted to stay in the, the episodes. I didn't go, you know, research everything like I normally do on a movie. But I, I did like that. It gives a little bit more than like, okay, cousin Bruce, like she's got a family. She's got her yeah. own thing going on. Um, love the touch of, you know, everybody wanting her to show up as she hulked to the bar. That was great. I love yeah. the added touch of like, she can drink a ton as the She-Hulk, but as soon as she shrinks back down, she's wasted and can't handle. Wasted. So yeah, yeah. thought that was that kind was, of fun. Yeah. Um, so she's at her family's and then she's at another bar. She goes to a bar a lot. I guess yeah. when you're a you, you go to When bars. you're unemployed, man. <laughs> I guess, yeah. right? So she goes to another bar and it's just her uh, by herself. And she gets approached by this one guy. And this one guy turns out to be the rival from the law firm that she was competing against in the first one. And he goes, hey, we want to hire you. And of course, she takes a job because nobody else is um, is hiring her. So the following day, she goes to the law firm and this guy tells her, OK, this job that you're going to take is uh, we're, we're forming a new division called the Superhuman Law Division. And uh, he tells her that her first case that she will be representing will be uh, for the abomination, who it turns out to be Emil Blonsky. I think that's his name, Emil yeah. Blonsky from the old Hulk movie where he ba- he tried to murder Bruce Banner as a Hulk, who was not played by Mark Ruffalo, by the way. No, which they they do have a call out to that, which I very much loved in this episode. Uh, loved seeing Tim Roth back. Uh, I actually liked him as Abomination. I actually liked that Hulk movie. I know it was Ed Norton and, you know, yeah. they've tied it in, but it's, you know, they've changed actors. But I dig it. I like that he's back. Um, it, 
is a fun way to incorporate character who's basically sat on the shelf for 15 years. Yeah, I, I do. I, I like that angle that they're going because it's, I'm, I'm hoping this is where the show goes that they're going to, we're going to see villains who might have a trial and might get justified in some of the things that they did. So it's kind of a cool twist. Uh, again, this abomination, he, he actually actually goes to visit him in his highly guarded prison cell. And he's telling her, hey, you know what? I was in the army. I was, I was trying to fight for the government. I was supposed to take down Bruce Banner, your cousin, who was the actual threat. And it was your government who fed, who put the serum into my blood that I became the abomination because of that. Yeah. Um, so I like that angle. I think mm -hmm. it's kind of cool. And I hope that we see other villains in that similar situation, you know? So. Yeah, they, they have the ability now to kind of work that in. Um, they, they did it a little bit with Daredevil in the Spider-Man movie, but you, you have an attorney and you have someone who needs to, you know, represent these superhumans that are destroying the city or saving the city or, you know, that perspective was fantastic. That's such, yeah. a, it's such a smart tool. Like as soon as they did that, I was like, wow, he's got a point. It's yeah. not really his fault, is it? Yeah, <laughs> until, you make, it makes you but, feel for them. Yeah, yeah. Until lo and behold, he breaks out of prison so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were get there so uh she goes visits she visits him he tells her the story and then she goes back to her apartment and she calls her cousin bruce and goes pretty much she's asking for her cousin's blessing to represent this guy because this guy tried to murder him and this is where you get this little cheeky moment where mark ruffalo goes yeah i'm i was literally not even that same guy because it wasn't played by him so i don't know if you caught that i did i liked it yeah, it was pretty good. It was funny. It's funny. <laughs> it was I'm cute. literally a different guy. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's great. It, it was cute. Yeah. Uh, so she gets his blessing, and then she, I think she gets a call from her boss, and she he asks her if she's she's good to go. She goes, "Yeah, everything's great." And he tells her to turn on the TV. And this is when you realize that the abomination Emil Blonsky has broken out of his prison cell, and he's been fighting underground in these underground fights with with Wong which uh, was a scene from Shang-Chi. Shang good, yeah. good knowledge. I was going to see if you if you caught I if saw that it, was yeah. the, yeah. 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 I so. like it. I like it. I mean, I like that it stamps where we're at in, you know, the Marvel timeline. So you now know this takes place in, during the time of right. Shang-Chi. So it's yeah. like, you. that seems to be the questions all the time, you know, with these Marvel shows, like, where does this fit in? And, and how's, you know, what's going on? Uh, also, what we didn't cover is that, Bruce is now in yes. a ship that showed up in episode one. That's that was right. from Thor. And I'm forgetting the name of the, the, the people that are needing him to come do whatever he's going to go do. But now this is the, I think official like sign off for Bruce Banner. He's now out in space where it is. It might be for a planet Hulk storyline. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, you're right. That, that spaceship. I was like, that spaceship looks familiar. And I'm like, that, that's the gotta be the spaceship from the first, from episode one yeah. where that was in front of the car and it crashed. So obviously there's more to that story. I can't wait to see what happens with that story. Um, and was somebody driving that spacecraft or was it just me, you know, um, as an autopilot? I, I don't know, but I don't, that spaceship got in front of the car and I don't think it meant for it to crash. No, you know, no, I, I think, think they were to crash trying to get their kids attention. And I think that's what it is. And I wonder, do you think they're going to get to that in this, this series? Are they, like, okay, now he's off doing this and this is about She-Hulk only. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Uh, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely caught my attention now. Did you see the end credit? 
I did. It was cute. It, it was sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. I mean, it was sweet. Yeah, helping <laughs> helping her family with all the the chores. It was cute. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all the stuff you'd imagine somebody would be asking you to do if you had superhuman strength. So I get. Yeah. It. Okay. What do you think is going to happen next? Uh, well, she's obviously going to go track him down. I'm I'm okay. I'm cautiously optimistic that they're going to introduce a few more characters. We know Daredevil's still coming. I don't know. I think that's a finale type thing, but okay. I have a feeling as she goes and tries to track her client down, I mean, he's in Asia now. So right. like, is she going to encounter Wong? Is she going to encounter um, Agent 13? Sharon Carter is out that way. So who's now a, a, a bad character, I think, per... Winter Soldier, so or the, the last Captain America show. So we'll see. I I don't know honestly. I I think they did a good job not giving away too much this time and yeah. establishing like where her direction's going. But who knows? Is she fighting the Abomination? Maybe to bring I, him in. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm really looking forward to see what happens next. I I think we're gonna her character keeps getting developed more and more. And I really like this, how they did it with her, where they showed her family and what she's going to be doing and what this whole show is about. I think that's what this show is going to be about. I hope we get more villains that she can represent and somehow things go wrong. Um, but it's a very cool angle that I, I never thought of. Uh, so definitely looking forward to that. Looking, I hope that her and the Abomination get into some kind of fight because that dude is scary. Yeah. I think that he looks really frightening with yeah. his gills and, and, um, so we'll see in any time that we can get Wong on, on TV screen as well. I'm all for it. Bring on Wong. I, I'll take Wong as many times as I can get Wong. Absolutely. Let him let him pop in and out in every story. Just give him a couple. He's great. All right. I think that wraps it up for episode two for She-Hulk. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think. Let us know where you think it's going. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time for episode three. I've been your host, Gagne. As always, my partner in crime, Naldo. Have a good one, everybody. Stick around for episode three next week. See you then. See you guys.